Old Navy's kicking off the holidays in style with 40% off everything. That's right, everything on your list is on sale now. Get 40% off every pair of jeans, 40% off all sweatshirts and all hoodies, even 40% off all outerwear. Get 40% off all the holiday gifts they want at a price you want. 40% off everything at Old Navy and OldNavy.com now. Hurry in or miss out. Valid 1114 to 1119 excludes gift cards, today only and two-day only deals, gift of the week, clearance, register lane items, zip zap stuff, and jewelry. 106.9 N Live, connecting Northampton. Well, good evening. It is the day before Halloween, and uh, you may not have heard my voice before. This is because actually it's our, our kickoff show uh, for Ghost Stories, the podcast, coming to you now live on 106.9 and live. So we have a podcast, one of the biggest in the UK, and now I have the honor of uh, playing some of our stories for all of you. Now today, obviously, the day before Halloween, I'm sure you're all getting geared up, decorating your houses, picking out your perfect costume, and getting candy in for all the children that are going to be knocking on your door dressed as ghosts, ghouls, and monsters, possibly superheroes or superheroes too. Um, and I hear a lot of jokers are going to be around this year, but that's fine. But what do we do here? Well, I'm going to be playing you a few stories from Ghost Stories, the podcast, and we'll be doing this actually on the last Friday of every month, but today's a little special because it's the day before Halloween. And uh, typically, with our stories, our listeners are encouraged to guess if they think the story's based in fact or a pure work of fiction because we take inspiration with all of our stories from uh, things out there, be it creative writers or uh, listeners that send in their experiences. But the special thing today, and the, the, well, the real special treat for all of you listeners out there, is I'm going to be revealing after each of the story the origin of where they came from. So uh, I'm sure you're all very excited about this, aren't you? Uh, so first up, we have some stories from Northamptonshire, given we, we're a Northampton-based station. So I've got three of them. Uh, this one's a little different. I'm going to reveal straight away. Two of them are actually based, in fact, even if loosely, and one is a pure work of fiction. So while having a listen, try to think about which one is, uh, is the one that's completely made up. So you're listening to Ghost Stories, the podcast, on Halloween Eve the eve of Halloween even. Uh, and here are three stories, or three short stories, from Northamptonshire. Early in the 1900s, the headmistress of the Charity Girls School in Findin had a wooden doll that would represent a schoolgirl from the time, which was originally built in the 1700s. The doll's by no means small, standing about 90 centimeters tall and painted, but the most peculiar thing about it was its frighteningly realistic stare, almost as if it was watching you. It was nicknamed the Dutch Doll and placed above the door within the school, and the girls who attended were notoriously scared of it. Over time, students in school started to circulate stories about the doll, such as claims they saw and heard the doll walking around the school's halls at night. Nothing sinister as such, but creepy all the same. After the school's eventual closure, the doll was mounted on a wall within the church. Again, there were more complaints about the doll walking around at night, which really frightened local residents. 
To prevent the doll getting down and walking around at night, they decide to remove her feet. Some claim that after the removal of her feet, the doll could be heard crying inside the church at night, which would disturb anyone with an earshot. On the night of the 18th of January, 1981, the Dutch doll disappeared from the church and hasn't been seen since. Some people believe she walked out on her own accord and wanders the local area trying to find whoever chopped off her feet. Back in 2011, half the streetlights in Northamptonshire were switched off to save budget for the local council. However, this led to one rather unusual occurrence that still hasn't been explained to this day. On one road in particular, in the town of Wellingborough, some of the residents noticed that after the switch, there was a single light that continued to stay on all night. At first, no one really thought anything of it. It was simply a light that was still on the grid for some reason. And to the disappointment of a couple locals on the street, once the council caught wind, they decided to send someone to investigate. To the dismay of the electrician responsible, the lamp was not connected to the grid, but the light continued to shine bright without explanation. Now it is rumoured that the street lamp is located at the exact point of a tragic accident that one night saw someone pass away. And some suspect that this is somehow paranormally linked to keeping the lamp on at night as a result. Either way, that's not the most unusual part of this story. Apparently, every effort by the council to extinguish the light has resulted in an injury or a near miss for those involved, such as a ladder that collapsed when removing the light, or one that got a nasty electrical shock despite the light not being on the grid. Maybe it's all coincidence, but the council eventually gave in and let it be, rather than push their luck any further in trying to turn it off. There are stories about unusual sightings near the railway bridge between Ketchum and Corby. The most common story was one of a hooded monk, sometimes crossing the road near the bridge. If you're from the area, you'll, you'll know it well. It's been known to cause disruptions in traffic from time to time. Some say that after passing the figure, if you look in the rearview mirror to confirm what you've just seen, you'll be greeted with the face of the spectre sitting in your back seat. While I find the idea of catching a glimpse of something in the rearview mirror quite creepy, I actually never really thought much of these stories. Especially as easy mistake, uh, shapes and shadows cast by dusk as mysterious entities when you're flying down the road at night. Well, one night, or I, I guess you'd call it early morning, I was driving home on the back of a three-hour drive from spending the weekend with some friends. I was tired but kept alert with a combination of unnamed energy drinks and the radio turned up as loud as I could possibly do it. And of course, the, the window rolled down to let the cool breeze in. I was approaching the railway bridge. I tapped my brakes and began to slow, as I was sure I could see someone or something in the middle of the road in the distance. The thought of the monk crept into my mind, but I knew instantly it was nothing more than tiredness. I was almost home and just needed to push on towards the end of my journey. Suddenly, a figure stepped into the road, making me swerve and slam on my brakes. My heart was pounding. Thank God, the time of day it was, there was no one else driving that I could have hit. I was sure I hit someone but felt no impact. Rather, I passed through them like you would an evening fog. That being said, I knew I had to look back and see if there's anyone there in need of my help. Stories of the monk ran through my head. 
with my heart beating rapidly and my hands shaking ever so slightly. I sat there in the car, staring forward into the distance and tried to compose myself. I said aloud, it's nothing, it's just tiredness. As I turned and looked into the rearview mirror, face to face with the hooded monk staring at me from my back seat. Well, how spooky was that? Like I said, three stories from Northamptonshire, but only one of them, oh, sorry, one of them is based, uh, it's a true, true work of fiction. Oh, I got tongue twisted there. I was obviously very freaked out. So I guess the big reveal, which one, which one was completely false? Well, if you guessed the Dutch doll, you would be incorrect. The Dutch doll finding was actually something uh, in the girls' charity school of finding. It was originally housed. Uh, it was relocated to the Church of St. Mary the Virgin in Finden after school moved in 1961. And there were rumours about the doll coming to life and uh, walking around. And, and Janet is a terrifying thing for the girls there. So, uh, yeah, very interesting indeed. A cool bit of history there. I'm sure if you Google it, you can read more. So, which one wasn't real? Was it the uh, the monk in the mirror or the everlasting street lamp? Well, we did some votes on this online and most people thought the monk in the mirror was not true. And in fact, they would be, drumroll please, incorrect. The monk in the mirror, whilst the story itself uh, is, is, not, is, is a piece of fiction written, it was based on the idea of a monk. Uh, that, that walks down that road uh, and has been seen by the bridge um, between Corby and Kettering. Uh, and I was reading about today, actually, a, a few news outlets have picked up the story, so that's really interesting. So so a story about there based on a bit of a history from Northamptonshire. So, of course, that means the everlasting uh, lamp was, in fact, made up completely uh, by yours truly. I, I need a third story uh, for the theme, so I made it up. Uh, so, yeah, easy as that. So I hope you enjoyed those. In a minute, we're going to be back with another story. But first, I'm going to leave you with a little Halloween theme music. How about uh, Monster Mash by Bobby Pickett and the Crypt Kickers? You're listening to Ghost Stories, the podcast show on 106.9, 106.9 and live. We got there in the end, didn't we? Here's the Monster Mash. That's your classic uh, Halloween fair, I guess. A uh, bit of Ghostbusters. Uh, I, I love it. hope you did too. But of course, you are listening to Ghost Stories, the podcast, but live on 106.9 and live if you've just tuned in uh, I don't know if you've heard of, of Ghost Stories the podcast but we're now going to be playing monthly on 106.9 and live the station here uh, normally last Friday of every month at 12 so a nice lunchtime listen for you all however as it is the eve of Halloween we want to make sure we brought you your fair share of uh, spooky stories before um before the the night night itself so i hope you're all very much prepared for halloween tomorrow i know i'm going to be taking my son out trick-or-treating he's dressed as uh gonna dress as cat boy from uh, uh pj masks and i think the wife's gonna dress up uh like a witch she said uh which is fair enough uh but yeah if you don't know much about the show i'm gonna explain a little normally on ghost stories the podcast we we play different spooky stories people retelling um their experiences of the paranormal and we encourage our listeners to vote for if they think they are based in fact 
or actually pure works of fiction. Uh, we get our stories from creative writers, um, people, listeners send in their stories, or we even write them ourselves. So today we're playing a few of those and revealing which are true and which are false. If uh, you were listening earlier, you'll have learned that The Everlasting Street Lamp was in fact a made-up story, whereas The Dutch Doll and The Monk in the Mirror, or The, the, the Monk uh, by the Bridge in Corby, are two actual things in Northamptonshire, so that's very interesting. So in a minute, we're going to be coming uh, to you with a full um, story from Ghost Stories, the podcast. So the next one is going to be called a uh, a shave and a haircut so based on the old you know knock rhythm but first up before that we're going to play a few more uh halloween related songs you could probably guess what's coming next it's a bit of thriller from michael jackson you're listening to 106.9 connecting northampton made weird noises sometimes, like floorboards creaking or knocking sounds coming from upstairs when I'm alone. Admittedly, I've watched enough scary films for my imagination to get the best of me from time to time. But no matter how many times my mind runs away from me, I've never felt like I did on one of my last nights of living there. So this place was actually on the church grounds. It was the old rector's house and the oldest in the area. It had real Tudor beams and only had central heating installed about a year or so before we moved in. I have to say, the unique location and house style was what drew it to me in the first place. Anyway, despite living basically in a graveyard and with church bells chiming loudly every hour, I never felt frightened or haunted, although I imagined that the house had a story or two to tell. My boyfriend often worked late and he had a long commute home. He'd also stay away overnight about one weekend a month with friends. It was a large house, three floors, but it always felt like home and I didn't worry about being alone when he was away. Most nights I'd binge watch Netflix until late. Mostly shows I knew my boyfriend hated. I had my TV set up to turn off after a certain amount of inactivity because I'd often fall asleep after about the 11th episode and I didn't want to miss anything. I'd wake up at about 2am and make my way to bed. There was a red light on my TV when it was switched off and a green light on the Wi-Fi router next to it. They're about a foot apart from each other. I know that's a weird detail, but this will come up again later on. We were moving somewhere a bit more practical. It was out of the town centre, but more importantly, we were buying our own house. I was a bit sad to leave a house with such character, but we were ready to buy somewhere of our own and be able to decorate and put our own stamp on the place. So this one night I was watching this old British TV show called Hex. They only did two seasons and then I guess it was cancelled since it ended on a bit of a cliffhanger but there was nothing new since. It was a rewatch but it was one of my favourites. It featured demons, some supernatural elements but it was also set in a university where everyone dresses really amazingly and it was pretty light-hearted. It wasn't really scary and not the kind of thing to give me bad dreams so I was happy to watch it late at night when alone. And as predicted, of course, while watching, I fell asleep. When I woke up, 
It was just gone 3am. The TV had turned off and the red light was shining. I stood up and I shook the blanket off myself and then I turned to face the sofa and loosely folded the blanket over the arm of the couch. That's when I heard and felt this kind of whoosh of air behind me. I didn't really have time to process it, but my head jerked up straight away and I was face to face with this family photo I had on the wall. The glass on the front of the frame meant that I could see a reflection of everything behind me, but as it was dark, that really just meant the lights on the TV and the Wi-Fi router. I noticed the first router light went black and then the TV red light a split second after, but not together, just like if someone walked in front of them. I hit the light switch in front of me instantly. It was some kind of a reflex and thank God I just went ahead and did that instead of freaking out on the spot. The room lit up and I whipped around whilst backing round to the door. There was nothing there of course and both lights were on as they should be. I turned the light back off and I closed the front room door and I cautiously walked up the stairs back to my bedroom. I tried to play it off in my mind as nothing, but the sound that I had heard combined with what I was sure was somebody moving behind me was a little bit too much to handle. I lay down, but I couldn't sleep easily that night. I locked my bedroom door and I kept waking up noticing every sound in the house, particularly in the front room which was directly below the room that I was in. At one point, when I woke up, I reached over to grab my drink. It was just like a plastic bottle with a sports cap to prevent potential spills. Which was fortunate, as while reaching over, I accidentally knocked the bottle off the bedside table, so there was a loud thud on the floor. Just before I could lean out of bed, I heard this peculiar thud on my floor, which sounded like it came from a knock on the ceiling in the room below. It was almost like a reply to the noise of my bottle dropping on the floor. I froze with fear. My mind started to run wild. After a second or so, I came to the conclusion it was probably nothing. In fact, I'll prove it to myself by reaching down and giving the floor a knock with my hand. There is nothing down there to reply. So I slowly reached down, shaking slightly in nervousness despite the ridiculousness of the situation. I banged the floor and paused. No reply. See, it's nothing. So I grabbed the bottle and lifted it up. As the cap touched my lips, I nearly choked on my drink, jumping out of my skin as a bang from the floor. Terrified, I froze once again. I tried to compose myself, knowing that the only thing that was holding me together was the fact that my bedroom door had a lock which means it couldn't be opened by anybody from the other side. After what felt like an eternity of thinking, it came to me. Of course, the house is age. There's clearly something loose in the floor that I'm dislodging, and that's what causes a reply sound. All it'll take is a knock with some rhythm, and that'll prove that there's nothing there.
was about to smile to myself, thinking how silly I'd been. It was a long time ago, but when I start to doubt my own memory, I don't think about what I saw and heard, but what I felt. To this day, all it takes is that rhythm to be knocked on my door, for my stomach to drop and my heart to miss a beat. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. That was Praise You by Fatboy Slim, and not particularly a spooky or Halloween-related song, but I like it, so I wanted to play it. Uh, if you've just joined us, uh, welcome. You're listening to the NLive Takeover by Ghost Stories, the podcast, which is something that's going to become a monthly feature moving forward. So the last Friday of every month, we're going to come in and play some of our spooky stories in the podcast. Um, and the thing is, our, our, our kind of, our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Unique selling point. You know, one of the things we encourage people to engage with the podcast is we ask them to vote for if they think the stories are based in fact or pure works of fiction. So they come to Facebook and do that. And you can do the same by searching for us for Ghost Stories, the podcast, and giving us a like. Also, you know, search for uh, NLive on Facebook as well and give us a like there. Double likes and uh, and vote for what you think. Now, what's particularly special about these shows is we're going to be doing the reveals of the origin of the stories themselves, so much like the ones uh, you heard earlier uh, about the stories about Northampton, which is something we've never typically done before, and there's a big demand for it. So we're honored that NLive has given us the platform to do this because we've really wanted to do it as a, as a live show. So if you listened a minute ago, you would have heard, uh, before I played some Fatboy Slim, you would have heard a story called a Shave and a Haircut. This is one of my personal favorites, actually, from the podcast. And I think the use of uh, rhythmic knockings and, and stuff like that within, uh, within horror and, and thrilling uh, stories is actually a, a really good way to create tension amongst your listeners or, or viewers or anything like that. And uh, that's kind of where the inspiration really came from. Now, in terms of the origin of the story, is it based in fact? No, it's not based in fact. This is a, a purely uh, made up one. Uh, it was written by my wife. Um, well, actually, she claims she wrote it. She wrote most of it. I, I wrote the ending, uh, but we'll give her credit. I went, and actually also read by my wife as well. And because it had some fairly good feedback, she's definitely uh, living off that, that feedback she's got from it. Uh, she's, she's, uh, yeah, she's, uh, wants to read all the stories now, which we, we might let her. So if you, uh, if you like the way she read it, let us know. Um, I'm sure she'll, she'll love to hear that. So yeah, a shave and a haircut is a complete work of fiction. If you're wondering now, you know, so stay tuned. We're going to be back in a minute to talk a bit, a bit, uh, a bit more about our final story we're going to be playing today. I hope you're all enjoying the uh, the Halloween Eve's uh, Ghost Stories the podcast takeover. And stay tuned. More music, more stories, more fun. When 
you have a small child, I could tell you there's no better invention in this day and age than a streaming service like Netflix or Amazon Prime to binge on TV without too much effort while being able to focus on a sleeping child. That might seem like an unusual place to start a creepy story, but it's highly relevant. Because of my little one, I would usually stream TV and films with the subtitles on. This is simply because when my child is asleep, it's the only opportunity I had to watch TV, and I didn't want to risk waking them by having the volume on too loud. Well, the use of subtitles in itself is obviously nothing unusual. However, one night I was rewatching an old favourite that I'd seen a million times before. In fact, I, I probably could have repeated it word for word, I knew it that well. I noticed around halfway through the episode the incorrect subtitles began to accompany the program. Odd, I thought to myself, but I didn't think much more of it, assuming it was no more than a technical error with the streaming service. However, as the stream continued, the subtitles became rather unusual and a bit unsettling, especially compared to the lighthearted program I was watching. I began to pay more and more attention to the subtitles instead of the TV show, reading them in my mind trying to work out what they could possibly be from. It became really unusual, they were just stuck on child laughing, woman screaming child laughing, woman screaming, continuing to repeat itself, seemingly stuck in a loop. I tried to work out in my head what show or movie this could be from without any luck, and I found it so unusual and a, a bit unsettling, so I decided to call it a night, turn off the TV, and go to bed. The following Friday, I settled in with my partner to watch a movie with our child sleeping in his bassinet on the other side of the room. I can't recall the film, but like before, it was one of those that we both knew very well. Film night means lights out, lots of snacks. Also, it wasn't unusual for my other half to drift off to sleep during the film. It didn't bug me too much though, normally. The room was quiet with my baby and partner both asleep, so I was able to watch the film without paying much attention to the subtitles. That was until about two thirds through the film when I began to notice child laughing woman screaming. Child laughing, woman screaming. My mouth went dry. This freaked me out to no end. Although it wasn't particularly scary subtitle, the unusualness of it being looped over and over got to me. My eyes were fixed on the subtitles on the screen, continuing. Child laughing, woman screaming. Child laughing, woman screaming. I was snapped out of what felt like a stay of hypnosis by a new line on the screen. It read, Layla screamed at what she'd seen, the child laughing whilst the room burned ferociously. My stomach dropped from seeing the words, and I quickly reached over to my partner to wake them. L look at the TV, I shouted as they groggily come to, obviously confused about what I wanted. The normal subtitles were back on screen, our child awoke and cried, startled by my shouting. I didn't want to watch the rest of the film, so I decided to go to sleep. The next day I couldn't get this subtitle mishap off my mind. I mentioned it to my partner and they were convinced it was just a glitch with the service. I would have found this more believable if it only happened the once. A thing I thought would help is to figure out the film that the subtitles are from. My logic being, if I could watch the film they came from to get a little more context then I wouldn't find it as disturbing as when they just appeared on some comedy I was watching, for example. Of course, with just the original two subtitles this would have been rather difficult but now I had some additional information to use. A character named Layla and a scene with a burning room. So I went to Google and performed a few searches. 
Film with burning room and laughing child. Nothing seemingly relevant came up. Creepy films with main character named Layla. Still nothing of note. I kept trying various searches after that for easily about an hour and I couldn't find anything. As I was about to give up, I decided to try one last thing just to see what came up. Layla, fire, child. I was terrified after spending what felt like a few hours reading various news articles from a few years back. The first of which the headline read something like, Trial Starts for Child Arsonist. Obviously it wasn't the film I was looking for, but the similarities of the case and the few subtitles I had seen were striking. I read on. The youth who cannot be named is accused of murder through arson. The victim, Layla, 36, was the defendant's aunt and she was discovered in the wreckage of the house in the defendant's room. The house is located in Fieldview area of... I stopped. I could feel my heart beating against my chest. This happened in the exact town and area I lived in, but that wasn't the worst part as I decided to read on. The judge was most concerned at the lack of remorse shown by the young defendant. In fact, there were multiple instances where he had to be silenced after laughing at the recall of events. And in that moment, four words began to ring through my head. Child laughing, woman screaming. so passed without issue and one evening when my child was asleep I decided to watch some YouTube videos on my phone. My little one had a particularly restless day so without giving it much thought I turned on the captioning and to be honest this is something I would often do anyways especially for the entertainment of what the automated machine captioning throws out. It was uh, often amazingly random. I was easily watching for about an hour and it was well past 11pm. In fact I I was sitting there thinking I should probably go to bed. But before I could close the app, my stomach sank as I read the caption on screen. Woman screaming. I froze, staring at those two words. I felt as though it was taunting me, and I began to feel ill as I realized this wasn't Netflix I was watching. How could it be a glitch in both their systems? The subtitle never changed, and I snapped out of it and turned off the app and went to bed. next day I told my other half what happened. I'm not positive they believed me and thought more I was tired and had the story in my mind again, which was typical. As it was the weekend, that evening we settled down to watch a film and just generally relax. We started it and the subtitles were on and as usual the glitch was causing it to say, child laughing, woman screaming. My other half turned, looked at me and said, see it's just a glitch with Netflix, it's on everything, I'll, I'll just turn off the subtitles. I wasn't interested in the film and didn't sleep at all well with what happened the night before on YouTube, so I must have drifted off to sleep. I'm not sure how long later, but I was abruptly awoken by my partner, with a look on their face drained like they'd seen a ghost. What's wrong? Is everything okay? I turned off the subtitles, but they came back, so I turned them off again, and again, and again. They wouldn't stay off. 
not fully grasping the situation, I, I said, Weird, is, is that why you woke me up? Without replying, they pointed the TV, and I felt winded by the subtitle on the screen. Turn me off again, and you'll burn like Auntie Layla. Ooh, spooky stuff. Of course, that was our last story of the evening leading into Halloween, and I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, I am Tyler, here with the the Ghost Stories, the podcast takeover of 106.9 and live, and I hope you enjoyed this, this show so far. So that was, like I said, that was our final story of the evening. And, uh, as always, I hope you're thinking throughout if that was based in fact or a pure work of fiction, uh, as, as we do with all our stories. So, uh, shout the radio now. Let us know. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I can't hear any of your replies, but yeah, that story was actually a complete work of, no, I'm not going to say fiction. It was, it was based in fact, uh, maybe not such a spooky fact there's no paranormal uh reasoning behind it but it was a story that i wrote based on my own experience and actually the the actual story behind it itself is pretty funny i was home one day uh from work feeling a bit under the weather and on netflix i was watching mr bean (laughs) and uh yes we do tend to have the subtitles on for the exact same reason highlighted in the story that we have a child and sometimes he's so noisy we can't hear the TV when we're watching him. You know, he's playing away in the corner singing or whatever. And uh, yeah, I had on Mr. Bean and I was getting a bit freaked out because it kept coming with weird subtitles not related to the show, like women laughing, child crying and stuff like that. And I was like, what is this? This is really, really unusual. And I actually, I found it a bit unnerving after a while. However, after a bit of investigation, I did find out that it was playing the subtitles from the next episode of the show. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of typical. There was no paranormal reasoning behind it. It was just a simple programming error. But nevertheless, I thought it would lead to a pretty good ghost story. And hopefully, hopefully you all enjoyed what you heard. Uh, I thought I thought it was pretty good myself. So that's all from us this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the shows. If you want to get more uh, ghost story content, you can do so by searching for the podcast, Ghost Stories, the podcast. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, all over the place. Uh, the best bets, if you want to find all the platforms around us, go to Audio Boom, and you can find us there quite easily. Uh, give us a like and a follow on Facebook, and you'll see when our next show is going to be on NLive. We are going to be on monthly, the last Friday of every month at lunchtime, uh, but we'll be sure to advertise that. And of course, while you're on Facebook, don't forget to give NLive a like as well. Uh, a follow over there by going to facebook.com forward slash NLive 106.9. Uh, and keep on listening. I hope you all have a very spooky Halloween. Uh, send in some pictures of your costumes and your swag you've got and let us know what you think about the stories and of course never stop asking do you believe in ghosts cheers everyone bye 106.9 and live connecting northampton do you believe in ghosts Old Navy's kicking off the holidays in style with 40% off everything. That's right, everything on your list is on sale now. Get 40% off every pair of jeans, 40% off all sweatshirts and all hoodies, even 40% off all outerwear. Get 40% off all the holiday gifts they want at a price you want. 40% off everything at Old Navy and OldNavy.com now. Hurry in or miss out. Valid 1114 to 1119 excludes gift cards, today only and two-day only deals, gift of the week, clearance, register lane items, zip zap stuff, and jewelry.